Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We are on page Tuf Mem Hey. We are on the bottom paragraph, about uh, six lines down. Um, we're getting into very, very difficult territory here. Life is going to suddenly become, well, not suddenly, it's sort of been progressing that way. It's going to, life's going to get complicated. Um, and that complication has already begun, but it's going to be extended as we, as we continue. This is very, very deep uh, and very complex chasidus. So where are we? We are um, on uh, one, two, three, four, five, six lines up from the bottom, uh, the beginning of a sentence, and also as has been said before, that's where we're beginning. So we left off uh, asking a very serious question. We have spent weeks discussing the Avaida of the Evid Pajit, with respect to that of the Evid Neman, to a certain extent to the Ben as well. Uh, and we've seen uh, radical distinctions between the two in many, many different areas. Um, without, we obviously don't have to go into it, we already have a good grasp of this. It's been given to us in very, very great detail. Uh, the main emphasis thus far on the, on the Evid Pajit is that his Avaida is a Chiddush. It's a Chiddush, it produces a Chiddush, it draws a Chiddush, it's a Chiddush for him, it's a Chiddush for that which he's involved with, and it's a Chiddush for creation, for the universe. Because this man uh, produces something or brings something into the bailiwick of creation, into the, 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 the concept of creation that was not there at the outset. Um, it's, this is the idea of uh, Yagiya and the idea of, of an or, which is Mylimenaseder uh, Stalschlus, an or. He brings into the world a light uh, of essence, a light of being, which is not necessary for him, which does not contribute to the physical nature of the world, even the spiritual nature of the worlds, to the worlds themselves, the creation of the worlds, the or and Seif which is responsible for creating the worlds by which worlds exist, the whole Seder uh, Shtalshos, uh, the evolution, evolutionary chain. Um, all of this is from an or, which has its origin, Koinimit Simtsum, but it's already identified, it's already, already been earmarked, so to speak. And within that or, the concept of being emerges, and that concept of being is an extremely lofty, refined klal on all of being. So from Koinimat Simsum, from Galif Galifa, Galifa Betiri law, through Kav, all the way down Mamish, um, that's, none of that is what we would call Or Chodesh, Or Chodesh Mamish, or, or Chodesh Me'ikr. Again, we'll see in a few minutes that uh, the concept of Chiddush is a relative concept, depends upon what your perspective is. One person's Chiddush is another person's Gilui Helam as we will see. It depends upon our frame of reference, as we will see. We've seen many times before. Um, but the main thing is that uh, the entire creation, which is the handiwork of our creator, of Hashem Yisbarach, is all in place. It's from its origin to its actual completion. 
It's there, there's or there, and what's brought into worlds, what's brought into creation, what keep the, keeps the world going, the sustaining of all worlds, the sustaining of all beings, is, is not, a, uh, not an echidish me'ikr, it's not essentially echidish. Obviously it's echidish with, with, with respect to those who live in worlds. <clears throat> but in essence, the or already is an or which has been identified uh, and singularized in some way, even koinim atzimtzum. The Evid Pajot is, through his Aveda, uh, brings in an ore which has nothing to do with creation at all. Obviously, it's brought about by uh, working with creation, but it's not there. It's not a, a lofty level. It's not something which uh, is part and parcel of creation. It's, it's new. It comes from its source. It comes from etzim. It comes from etzim or The Aveda of the Evid Pajot is mamish, a true novelty. Uh, which the world has never experienced until he's come into play, until he's come into being. Um, so this is a remarkable thing. So the Rebbe now asks an extremely interesting question. First of all, how does this occur? What is responsible? What is the mechanism whereby a new or a new life from etzem emerges into creation? The process, as the Rebbe has described to us, is the avoid of birurim, the avoid of refinement. We've gone through this many, many times. Uh, which is an exacting avoida. It's an avoida which requires exertion. It's an avoida which requires, to some extent, uh, ultimately to a great extent, if not an absolute extent, going against nature, going against one's nature. Uh, it's revolutionary. The avoida of Birurim is to take the world which has now the product of Chede Tzadas, a world of Klippus Neuge, and convert it. Uh, uh, not to make it better, not to, not to make it nicer and, and uh, uh, refine it and make it more ethereal and more rukniistic, to, but to revolutionize it, to make the world, to bring out in this world the possibility and potential, which is always there in a hidden way, that this world, and particularly this lowest of all worlds, should be a dear Ptah Toynim, which is radical. These are radical events, and radical events, radical changes in being, require a radical avoid. What's the radical avoid? The radical avoid is the avoid of birurim. We don't think of this often. We don't, we don't, we rarely uh, concentrate this, this importance of learning Hasidus, particularly Hasidus, such as what we're learning now, to understand what we're doing here, to understand what a, uh, the exertion in Tarda and Mitzvahs actually means, what we're actually accomplishing. Um, and of course, the example used here is an extreme example, namely the example of the Evid Pajit, but all of us in one way or another are involved in constantly in the Avaita of Birurim through Tarda and Mitzvahs. And in fact that's the eker of uh, the Avaita of Birurim is, 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 is creating this Chiddush through our efforts, that's what Mitzvahs are all about, uh, through our efforts, through our exertion in fulfilling God's will, this is the avoid of, of Birurim, and the ideal example of this, or the perfection of this uh, example, is that of the Evid Pajit. So the Rebbe asks very interesting questions. Wait a minute. Do not the Evid Nemon, and how much more so the Ben, do, are, do, are they not involved in Birurim? Does not the Evid Nemon, he's doing, he's doing mitzvahs, he's, a, he's working in, in the physical world, he's working in physical processes. Um, He's exerting himself, as, as is the case of the Avid Pajit. His entire life is service. His entire life is a Vaida. Oh, it's an avoid of Ava. It's an avoid of Hiskashras. It's an avoid of Seichel, of the highest level. Nonetheless, 
he's bringing about radical changes. He is, he's bringing about Birurim. So the question is why, and how much more so the Ben? Um, so the question the Reb's asking here is a fantastic question. Why then doesn't he, why is the concept of the Or Chodesh, the new Or, a brand new novel, singular Or, a unique Or, associated only with the Avoida of the Eved Pajit? Should it not also be a product of the, at least the Birurim, the Avoida of Birurim of the Eved Nemon? Uh, what's the difference? What's, why, sh why, okay, it's not the same, it's, it's, uh, he has pleasure in his avoida, he, um, it's a matter of ava, it's, it's an avoida which is illuminated, it's an illuminated avoida, an avoida of time, all, of the, all these distinctions we've talked about before. At the end of the day, he has revolutionized the world in some way. So the answer, uh, although it's not, doesn't work, the first answer was given well. The Avaida of the Eved Poshet is Milamata Lamaila. He is down in the Klippa from bottom up, uh, revolutionizing it. He is turning it into something which it was not before from within itself. The Eved uh, Nemon is Milamata Lamata. He is bringing light into the world and Derach Mamela refining and bringing about uh, uh, a... a a change, a fundamental change in being through his avoida, but it's milamai lamata. So they said, all right, so what? It's still a beaver. It's still a radical change. They may, dis they may be distinguished one from the other. It's a different type of beaver. Um, one is perhaps more uh, revolutionary than the other. It's uh, whatever. But the fact of the matter is that the Eved Nemon is engaged in the Avaita of Birurim. The fact that it's Milamaila Lamata, why should that uh, un not undermine but dilute the fundamental effect, the fundamental outcome of the Avaita, which is namely to be Mavar the world, to make the world a fitting place, a Dirapatautainim? Why should there be this distinction? Why is he not credited with bringing uh, Or, which is a, a novel, new, original or Hadush into existence as does the Eved Pajan. Okay, so let's go. The Reb now takes us on a trip. But, um, we, again, this is uh, about one, two, three, four, five, six. It's the sixth line from the bottom. Um, Vahagam has been explained already, also has been explained already. The Chumri Shulahem, Eino Chumri Mamish. So the, the Rebbe says, well, you know, the... Um, the, we're talking now about the Eved Nemon. The uh, Chumrius, which is uh, the target of Beaver, after all, the Chumrius in the Eved Nemon, and certainly the Ben, is, is, uh, it's not such a Chumrius tikel Chumrius. Whether we're talking about the individual himself, don't forget the Eved Nemon is a lofty Nushama in a very, very refined body. Begufim uh, in his body, uvechumrim hatevi in his in his natural his his natural nature, his his uh, physical uh, material nature. He has a physical material nature because the man, after all, is flesh and blood. Hein b'hadvara magashmiim. Whether we're talking about uh, physical things, shemekablu mehem that receive from him, namely, he, we come into this world and we are given our territory, we're given our Daladamas, which we are responsible for, and which we are responsible for revolutionizing and making a Dirapataftoinim. Well, he's got his Gashmias, which is Makabal from him. Uh, but it's a very, very refined level of Gashmias. It's not, it's not the sort of thing that, uh, that the Evid Pajit is, you know, the Evid Pajit is uh, uh, digging potatoes in the field at best, 
Um, you have a Naaman is uh, selecting beautiful crystal and selecting fine wine for the king's pleasure. Einim humriyum mamish, the humris that they deal with. It's not so humoristic. It's not, it's not the real thing. It's, it's ethereal. It's elevated. This man has no connection with, with, with lowness, with coarseness, or material things. Yeah, that's not, he's not designed for that. He's not built for that. So the, uh, what he is dealing with, even in his physical life, is on a much higher level, and his uh, natural tendencies are on a much higher level, uh, 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 comparable to or suitable for the physical types of birum that he does. Therefore, the man does not have to go against his nature mamish. Um, go against nature? Yes, he does to a certain extent because, again, the man is basar v'dam. But he is a very refined basar v'dam. Uh, his inclinations are elevated and exalted. He's a man of holy intellect. And he's a man who has true avas Hashem. So... Um, for him to engage in birurim, I mean, you know, what's he got to do with himself after all? What's, what's, what's to accomplish? How is, you know, he's, he's, um, he's at a very high level, and his life, his, his physical life is at a very high level. Mikol makam, nonetheless, it's critical, you cannot take away from him the fact that he is still physical, the fact that he is still engaged in material objects and material life, and therefore... Um, that uh, he is in fact uh, converting whatever darkness, how, no matter how minimal, whatever darkness there is in the life which, to which he has been assigned, whatever darkness there is, he is converting to light. That's Yuvayda Birum. Why is that not a Chiddush? Why does that, that not draw uh, the same type of response, Lamaila, as does the Yuvayda of the Evid, uh, Evid Pajit? Quantitatively, say, okay, so the Evid Pajit is uh, an extreme example. He's, he's a, a, an outstanding absolute the Avedemon, in terms of Birurim, all right, but, but, he, 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 but he does it. The, the, the outcome is the same. Darkness is turned to light. Whether it's a lot of darkness turned to a lot of light, or a little darkness turned to light, it doesn't matter. It's the process is the same. The outcome, to a certain extent, is the same. Ella, she'ena mechoshech gomer. But here's the thing. The choshech that he's dealing with is not real choshech. Oh, it is real choshech. But it's not... Thick choshech. It's not complete choshech. It's uh, um, it's it's um, <laughs> it's not total choshech. What can one say? It's not the real grub choshech of of uh, of the Evid Poshet. It's a choshech which uh, not too hard to to convert it. Not too hard to take it into the realm uh, and bring out an ore which is is within it. Okay, fine. Nonetheless, nonetheless, he does convert to or. So again, we can't get away from the fact that he is involved in Birurim. And the question remains, why is, it he, why is he not capable, why does he not have the capacity through his avoided Birurim of bringing down the same etzema or, of connecting with the same or uh, chadush, uh, as uh, at least in some degree, as does the Evet um, Pajat. So that's a chiddush. Darkness to light. Oh, not a huge chiddush, but it's a chiddush. Uh, why is this not um, considered a chiddush? Why is there no hischadshus from this? Specifically, you do it. 
perfect example. Um, so uh, from everything we've learned up till now, the tzaddikim are in trouble because they're not shy to bring the, they're not on the level of the Evid Pajit. Ironically, they're so far beyond the Evid Pajit, it's ridiculous. But they are not able to bring in this kind of revolutionary uh, um, newness that the Evid Pajit is able to bring in. They're no types altogether. They're not shy to these things. They're at the Evid Neman and above. So, uh, so the Rebbe says, well, you know, let's look at the Bira of these individuals. They are Mavar of the world, Milamaila Lamata, uh, and they're involved in a, a very uh, uh, global form of Bira. Their birurim are not in particulars and specifics, although particulars and specifics are certainly affected by their birurim. They are involved in a, a birur of, uh, of, 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 of global proportions, of cosmic proportions, shall we say. The example is brought in Sefer Shalbanim, the Begam. Begam, excuse me. Begam, al ye shaita ba'isek ha'olos. Hamides Shel It's a warning in Tanya. We have this it's an, uh, important, an important statement in Tanya. A person has Machshavazaras. Machshavazaras come in all shapes and sizes, uh, in all forms. A person has horrible Machshavazaras. Doesn't matter when they come. Could come during Tefillah, could come during Ni'ila, could come during business hours. All of this is discussed in a very practical way in terms of service in Tanya. It's important to know this. <clears throat> so a person has Machshavazaras. What is our response to the Machshavazara? Um, you know, here you, you just, um, you, you've, you've gone through a Sarasimei Tshuva. You've gone through a Yom Kippur. You've worked on yourself and you've worked on Avaita and you've worked on Kavanas and you've worked on Tshuva. And, and you're finally, by Mincha, you, you, you're getting a sense, a feel that you're making progress, that you, you're going somewhere, that, that you, yes, it's become real for you. The truth is real. It's from the heart. You're pouring your heart out. You fasted all day. You, physicality isn't, it isn't an issue for you right now. You're, you're on, a, on a higher plane. Then in the middle of Ni'ilo, all of a sudden, you, a thought comes in your head, an erotic thought, let's say, a horrible Horrible, erotic thought. Did such a thing happen? Yes, it good. What do you do with it? What now? So for the first thing, of course, one must not get discouraged because that's the Bainanim and below, that's what happens. Those things happen. The HR doesn't go away. Um, it's around it. On the contrary, it is desperate that you should be thrown off course, particularly at this time because you're so close. You're doing so, you, you've, you've reached such a level of personal commitment and tshuva and return and the, the Yetzirah, the Sat, whoever, is, is petrified because you're succeeding. You are truly succeeding. What's the raya you're succeeding? The raya you're succeeding is you got this thought. It's coming. You thought, Mamish, you're standing in the Hague versus the Attic. It's a Yechidus with Rabbi Nishlaim. It's Ne'ila of Yom Kippur. And all of a sudden, this thing comes so right off the top. Tanya tells us, first of all, do not get discouraged, do not think, so you say, well, my whole avoid epsilon has been useless. No, not at all. On the contrary, it's been so useful that the Yetzirah has got to rely on such radical means to try and throw you off course. Get that out of your mind first and foremost. Secondly, what do you do with this thought? What, it's, it's a horror. What do you do with this? Very simple. You take your hands off it. You let it 
go. You let go of it. You don't struggle with it. You don't fight with it. You don't engage it. You let go. Simply let it go. It's not as if it has nothing to do with you. Just let it go back to your diving. Just leave it. It's, a, it's interesting because the Tanya actually personalizes this phenomenon as a heathen, the most vile type of heathen standing in front of you and, and babbling all sorts of garbage and distracting you and, and uh, disturbing you, ruining your davening, ruining your tila. What's the answer? Don't answer him. He doesn't exist. Make like he doesn't exist. And if you make like he doesn't exist, the fact matters he really doesn't exist. He only exists if you give him existence by crediting him. And by crediting him means you engage the thought, you involve yourself in the thought, you fight with your struggle. Forget all that. Let it go. It will disappear. He will disappear. So the question is asked, well, wait, look at, in, in Keser Shem type, we understand that everything in this world, nothing has any existence outside of the Almighty. Therefore, even in the lowest levels of Klippet, the lowest levels of darkness, the worst levels of Choshech that one can imagine that to us are, are nightmarish, and there is a spark of divinity. And on the contrary, because it is so horrible and so dark, that spark of divinity is from the highest of the highest. And it is concealed to the extent where it is mamish, clip of a Well, as ordinary people, we have Tanya gives us a beautiful etza. Get, just let it go. Take your hands off it. Let it disappear. Don't, don't have anything to do with it. But Kesar Shemta says, well, you know, what about the idea? It's recommended. Since that horrible, horrible thought really has its source, Lamaila coming through many distortions and barriers and, and uh, the whole realm of the Levushim of Klippin and whatnot. But in its uh, Sharish, its root, its root and its source, it's a high, high level of divinity. It's a level, let's say, of Shvir, a level of Toyu. It's a spark from Toyu. Elevate it. Bring it to, to its source. If it's erotic thought, it's, it's a distortion, a horrible distortion from, from Chesed in some way. Unite that thought with its source. And, and uh, it'd be wonderful. It's amazing, amazing Avaita. Tanya said, forget it. That's for tzaddikim, who do this all the time, because the thoughts are not theirs. This guy can't do that kind of stuff. The ordinary person cannot do that, because that's his thought. It's his. It's, it's come, he is, he, after all, oh, you might say, well, it's not really him, whatever. But in terms of his being in this world and given the cap, capacities, capabilities he has in his nature, that's his thought. And you cannot, you cannot struggle with something which is you. You cannot struggle with yourself. You can ignore. You can let go. You're given the power to do that. We have the power to do that. That's the avoid of the Bainini. The tzaddik can take that and make that kind of elevation because it's, he's not caught up in it. It's not something which is a problem for him. And therefore he can do that for everybody and he can do it for anybody and he can do it in a general way in worlds to elevate. This is an elevation, milamata, The tzaddik is elevating. Um, so, so this is the idea of, yes, tzaddikim do be worm on an extremely vastly lofty levels, no question. Um, another example, um, yeah, the, so the, the, the Tanya tells us, don't be a fool. Don't be a fool to engage, to try and elevate the, the evil thought of the evil Mida, um, uh, etc. Ki loi nemru b'advarm ela ela tzadikim. The elevation of this kind of klippa is shy only to tzadikim. But it's a beaver. 
It's a beer It's a beer only a tzaddik can truly perform, but it's a beer. Uh, so again, this is an example, a very, very sharp example. So is that an or chadash? Is that, is that the avoda of the evid pajit? Is that, is that higher? Is it the same? It would seem that it's not the same. It would seem even that avoda, that lofty, global, cosmic avoda of the tzaddik is not accomplishing the exact same thing is that of the Evid Pajit. Shocking. We'll see more about this a little bit later on. Um, that Rebbe frequently spoke about when Mashiach comes, the Tzadikim will learn how to do tshuva. Well, I said, why tshuva? Where tshuva? Who tshuva? Well, Tzadikim are missing. Uh, they're missing nothing. Okay, they are missing nothing. But in, in their eyes, they envy that little schnook who's struggling with those thoughts of whatever in the middle of tefillah. They envy him because of what his, what his uh, accomplishment is when he rejects that thought. When he, when he, that's, that's a beer within himself. But this doesn't happen at Sadiqim, doesn't uh, These kind of machshavas, they don't occur. It's not going to occur to a tzaddik. A tzaddik doesn't have a yetzar. There's no one to present him with these ideas, Baruch Hashem. They're aware of them, but they're not theirs. They're aware of them in a sense of, uh, of removal and objectivity. And therefore, since they are not bound to that idea, they're not trapped in their feet, are not stuck in it. Therefore, they are able to be mavar milamai lamata. Another example, Kamei Rabbi Yehuda, Dekula, no, what was this? 70, 76. Yeah, Rabbi Yehuda. It's from the Gemara, from the Gemara Brachas. Dekula Tanoi Benaziken Hava. So, what's he saying? The question arises. Um, Rav Papa asks Abaya, I don't understand. Uh, we have a problem. We have a drought, let's say. We struggle. We, and you know, he's talking about himself. He's talking about his colleagues. He's talking about the Chachamim. We struggle. We, we, we pour our hearts out. We, we fight tooth and nail. We fast. We undergo all kinds of difficulties. Uh, in the days of, uh, of uh, Rabbi Yehuda, uh, he would simply take off his shoe and it would, it would rain. How come we struggle and fight and exert ourselves to such an extent? In that generation, bingo, in two minutes, uh, they've solved the problem. A little, a little tefillah, a little bit, of, and, and, and the, the bracha comes, the, the, cure, the healing comes. So, and moreover, that generation, what, did they, what were they, uh, you know, chachamim, they're, their job description is, is tired. That's what they do. That's their life. In those days, they learned only Nazikin, Seder Nazikin. He said, we learn it all. We learn the whole thing. We all, all six Sadarm, we, we learn we're Bucky and Tartar. They weren't Bucky and Tartar, it would seem. And if you go to the Gemara, it gives an example of that. So what's the difference? How do they manage to this, these amazing Things and for us, it's a it's a it's a struggle, and, and sometimes it doesn't even work. We don't we're not effective. We're not our prayers are not sufficient, and we struggle. So the answer is that what did they learn? They learn nizikin. They learn seder nizikin. Why did they learn seder nizikin? Because seder nizikin 
is, is uh, necessary to be actively engaged in the avoid of birurim in this world. It's a primary, it's, the whole thing is birurim. The whole concept of Seder and Nazikin is, is justice and, uh, uh, and, and, and the idea of, uh, of truth and justice, Hashem's justice. And it applies to business and it applies to personal life and it applies to, to everything, injury and torts and, and, and what have you. The whole thing is engaged in a, in a void of, of birurim, not an void of birurim of Tkiyah Shoifer, a void of birurim of an Esrog, a void of birurim of eating matzah. An void of birurim by, by definition is Zikin means damages. So where, what are you being mavar? What are you bringing light into? What are you correcting? You're correcting the, the lowest things that can happen in this world. Damages, crimes, injustices. That's, you're not going to get to a level of clipper more than that. Um, and therefore the level of birurim of Nazikin is the, in, the most intense type of avoid of birurim. Since they were engaged in that avoid of birurim, so then um, it's shayach that they should be able to bring in or, which is an or of nais, or of chidish. That's uh, the, the same concept. So, so here you have Chachamim who are in a sense, only in a sense, more learned than previous generations because they've learned everything and they cannot accomplish with that. They're like the Eved Nemon. Uh, in the days of Rebbe Yehuda, it was Mesir Nefesh and specifically it was Nazikin because that is what is applicable to the lowest levels of Birurim. Um, uh, anyway, Vimkain, such being the case, why is all this not, uh, not called by the name of Hishachos? Again, we go back to the question. Um, that the idea of, uh, of birurim, um, that, that even the highest levels are, are engaged in birurim. So we go back, this is really two examples of the Evidemon. What? So fine, it, they're doing stuff, it, it works, it's, they're, they're impacting on, a, on an incredible level. Why is that not called his chachas? Why are they not bringing in a chachas in the same way that this Evid Pajat who is uh, struggling tooth and nail to, to in his avida, they cannot seem to accomplish what he's able to accomplish. Or chadosh mi'ikr. It's not or chadosh mi'ikr. Why? Achinyinhu. So it's a, it's a very powerful question. It really is. Uh, again, these two examples, the, uh, the example of the, of the tzaddik and the machshav why is that not accredited to, as an example of, of, of a birur which brings in Or Hadash, the example of the uh, Tanoim, who, uh, uh, or the Chachamim, who Mamish were learned and accomplished and did, uh, but it's not the same as the, the Chachamim who were on a, on a early, in an earlier time with a more limited, um, more limited capacity and a more, a more limited, in a sense, a more limited approach to life. Like the Evid Pajit. Why? So, but, but these, these, these others, these, these, the, the Evid Nemon, the Tzaddik, the, the, the Chachamim, they're, they're doing Birur, but it's not the same. And therefore, it does not bring in the concept of his Hajjus. We have to see why. Achin Yenu, things like this. Dehine Yedu, it is known. Desavas Yeshma Ayin, whom Chinas Hamalchus Davdir. What is Chiddush? Well, we know. Chiddush is Yesh Ma'ayin. Yesh and Ayin are Lehefech one the other. 
there is no representation of yesh in the ayin, and therefore the yesh uh, appears to exist as a chiddush. It's not something which is concealed and emerges or evolves from um, or descends from. It's something which is unanticipatable. It's new. It's a chiddush. That's what that's what a yesh is. That's what bria means. As it's written, your your so the where is the idea of Yeshma Ayin focused? It's focused on the sphere of Malchus, on the attribute of Malchus. You're looking for Yeshma Ayin, the process of Yeshma Ayin. You want an example? You want to see that? Well, you can see it in in the Malchus of one world relating to Kesser of the other. It's Taki Yeshma Ayin. Malchus Malchus Your kingship is the kingship of all worlds. The creation of all worlds, which are Oilamois considered creations, which are Yesh Ma'ayin, Bria Tuatzilis Lamashal. The focal point here, the dimension which is bringing from Ayin to Yesh, there is a connection between the Ayin and the Yesh, it's just that it is a, it's one which is. Uh, totally obscure, absolutely obscure. But the, what brings the yesh is the sphere of Malchus. Other spheres relate to each other in, a, um, in an evolutionary way. Uh, they have things in common. Um, there, there's no real hischachus in this sense. But from Malchus to Tzilus to Bria, Bria and Tzilus, Bria is called Bria, not for nothing. Tzilus is Lush and Netzel. Uh, uh, which means close, and Bria is Bria's Yeshma Ayin. The interface between the two, the mechanism which brings from Bria, which is Ayin, as far as we're concerned, in this context anyway, to, to Bria, which is Yesh, this is Malchus of Atzilus, which is the, um, gives rise to Bria. This is the idea that he, you uh, create uh, daily in your goodness, mice gracious. It's, it's a, his avos is a, a day-by-day process, not only a day-by-day process, it's an hour-by-hour process, a minute-by-minute process, a nanosecond-by-nanosecond process. Everything is brought in from ayin tiesh on a constant basis. Um, right, machadosh tafk, it's, 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 it's in a way of, of chiddish. Ma'ayin liesh, in a way of ayin tiesh. For example, the Oilam uh, Habriyat. Now, of course, the, the easiest example of this, or I should say the one which we can relate to the best, is our world of Asiyah, because we live here. We know what, what a yesh is. This is. We have yesh and spades down here. This is the ultimate yesh. This is the bottom of the line. This is the original idea of yesh, is the, at the highest level of Ratzon of Hashem, it finds itself manifest at this level. So the concept of yesh, uh, as a, as in terms of, of an independent existence, not just palpability and limitation. Palpability and limitation exist at higher levels also. But the absolute concept of autonomy, of an independent being, an independent existence, something we could say, yesh, there's only one yesh, yeshimiti, that's the Rabbinish Lailam. Uh, everything else is an extension, a re- revelation, a gilui, a hamshacha, whatever. This world doesn't look that way at all. This world is yesh mamish. There's absolute autonomy, seemingly absolute autonomy, um, and there is no basis whatsoever for seeing an origin or, or uh, 
discerning an origin to to these to the to this being to this to this palpable physical yesh. Anyway, the Rebbe here is using the example between the Tzilis and Bri. Bri is yesh mayin also. It's a very type, different type of yesh compared to our yesh here. It's without respect to us, it would be regarded as ayin. It's efteris hamitzias. The possibility. It's only a possibility, <clears throat> a capacity for mitzias, an undifferentiated capacity for mitzias. That's Bri. Well, that's a far cry from a stone. But nonetheless, it's a chiddush with respect to what silas bria is a chiddush mamish. The uh, capacity for autonomy or for the possibility of existence of mitzias, which means autonomy and yeshas, does not exist in silas. Bria is the first time you see it. Is that true? Not exactly. But for our purposes, that's our frame of reference is silas, and therefore bria is yesh with respect to silas. Therefore, that's why it's called Bria, um, which is a radical change from its seals. It doesn't come by way of symptom and diminution and attenuation. It's new. It's a new concept. It, the concept of autonomy does not exist in its seals. Why? It's an oilem of yehudim, or yehudim law. And therefore, the autonomy, what's that? The, uh, the thought of autonomy becomes uh, apparent in, in Bria. Uh, not that it was thought up before and somehow crept into Bria in a more concrete way. It first appears in Bria as, a, as something new. which is the interface between Atsilus and Bria, is what is responsible for this yesh, for this, this, this dimension of yesh, let's say. It's a chiddush, it's a brand new thing. I'm sorry. This ability, capacity to bring a, a real newness, a real unique uh, um, expression which has no root or being elsewhere, um, is malchus, it's only the sphere of malchus, uh, but not the spheres above. So in Atzilus, we have Esospheres, Hochmid, Vlas, Chesed, Gevur, Teres, Teres, Netzachoid, Yusoid, Malchus. Malchus is unique. Malchus has a capacity to translate, not to, not to, to reveal, but to bring out or contribute something new to the process of being. And that something new is, the, is being itself, is the yeshus, the, 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 the autonomy, the independence, the apparent uh, otherness. And see, if there is no otherness, it's all, it's all revelation of divinity. Here is something other than a revelation of divinity. Uh, it's a very, it's not much of a yesh, it's a very, very refined yesh. This would be the Homer Harishan of the Ramban. They're not much of a yesh. And the ayin, if we look from top down, isn't that much of an ayin when we compare it to the marshal to Orkarnam at Simpsum. Tzilis comes by way of very many, many Simpsum. It's a horror levad. So the ayin is not a great ayin. I don't say great ayin. It's not an emphatic ayin uh, in general, in totality. The yesh is not an emphatic yesh by any stretch of the imagination from our point of view. Uh, but nonetheless, it is new. It never existed before. The concept never existed before. Not in the creative process, not in any level of cause above it, let's say. 
Lagabe has right. So Malchus is different from all the other spheres in this regard. The uh, Dafka, Yesh Koyach Only in Malchus is there this Koyach, the Chadesh Ma'en Liesh, to bring from a state of Ayin to a state of Yesh. Again, there are Dargas. Uh, one person's Ayin is another person's Yesh. But, but right now, everything depends on our focus. Everything depends upon the frame of reference. This is the Hasidic law of relativity. Our frame of reference right now is Atzilus and Bria. They are unrelated. They are related as Yesh is related to Ayin. That's how they're related. And therefore, uh, right now, Atzilus is Ayin Mamish, and Bria is Yesh Mamish. This power of bringing this Chiddush of Yesh into reality does not exist in higher spheres at all. This is a unique capacity of Malchus and only Malchus. Even Chachma does not have this power. Well, why? What's special about Chachma? Well, Chachma is Reish, the, the Reish of Hishtalshus, the, the first glimmer, the first inkling of Or Ein Soif manifesting itself at the top, at the beginning, the spark, the, 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 the flash of creativity that ultimately is going to evolve into the entire Seder Hishtalshus. Chachma uh, is as close to that as you can possibly get. But it is still a sphere. It is still Chachma. And no matter how close it is, no matter what its relationship to ours, no matter what the bittel is, and we're talking bittel of the highest level, gili of the highest level, elukus of the highest level, the highest level that could possibly be manifest imminently is mamish from Chachma. Given those tremendous advantages and that tremendous closeness to our Ein Saif, um, it cannot produce yesh. It can giluim hav, there's nothing like it. But it cannot produce yesh. Um, right, Chihu Madregi Yoiser El Yoenishabatzilas, Hari Mina Chochma Ella Bina, Hu Bachinis Ilbaol. Nonetheless, Chochma gives rise to Bina. This is in a process of Ilbaol. Now, this turns out to be a little bit complicated also. So I think what we'll do is end here. In Mr. Shem, we'll continue next time.